Hey, what's up, everybody? You know what it is. Anyway, I got a question Damn. for the fellas, right? No, we're going to get to intros or whatever. Let's just hit this question up, right? Let's do it. Let's say, doesn't matter what universe, right? I'm going to just pose like this. If you had the ability to morph or henshin, could be Super Sentai, could be Power Rangers, could be Kamen Rider, how would you use your powers? Oh, I'm on dirt. <laughs> I'm not, like, I'm not evil, but I'm definitely on dirt. But shout out to your ops. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm the wild card. <laughs> yeah, like, that's how I'm he just barely yeah, crossed even know the line to be considered good enough. I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing <laughs> right. that day. That's how I'm gonna be real with y'all. I already know what I would do. Hold on, hold on. Are you talking quantum ranger style or what we, oh, what we talking I'm about? I'm getting quantum ranger power. <laughs> oh shit. I'm hopping in the Q-Rex. <laughs> I'm going back in time. I'm wilding. As soon as you, as soon as this nigga said what power said, you said Super Sentai. I was like, oh, I'm time traveling. It's over. It's over. Just blink and like all of a sudden, it's like the time. I'll be, a, I'll be a villain to some, and I'll be a hero to others. I don't know. That, that's gonna be up for discussion. That ain't. That's not for me to decide. I'm doing what's right. Matt's just there leaving is, a VHS tape. <laughs> like, yo, there isn't a dinosaur this. common rider, is it? Uh, actually, there's a common rider for everything. So it might yeah. Be. Kinda, uh, especially if you look at uh, Common Rider Os and the most recent one, not latest season, but last season, Revice. Uh, there's some dinosaur themes here and there. Me personally, like you guys took it to to where y'all took. It. I was gonna be like, man, me, it'd be like I'd never show up late for work again. What you mean, bro? If I can teleport someplace, bro, and then if I could just morph, what you mean? If I were like, like I'd just be doing that for no reason, <laughs> like, like. Oh, you like message talking about your training the morphing grid. I was like, I don't care morphing time. I don't care inching. Like, yeah. That's like anybody tries to say something to me, bro. You mean I got access to some type of like gigantic mecha? Like, hold on, like what? No, nobody could tell me anything. I just want to say, now I get to. I'll show you my true form. I'd just be irresponsible. Is what I'm getting at. I'd still be good, but I'd be irresponsible with it. How could you not? Like somebody stole my parking spot. Okay, Megazord. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Oh, okay. So, so I'm definitely morphing and using my enhanced strength to move your car somewhere bogus as hell. Where you definitely go get a ticket or get told. Right. Only to find my car in your parking spot. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I just I'm gonna like... transform and just turn your car upside down. Right. Like gently place it upside down or shit. Like it's perfectly fine. It's just upside down. Yeah. No, I I think I'd just be irresponsible with mine. Plus, like, you know, if you're a common rider and you get like one of those nasty henchins where it's like you go into like some type of bioorganic, like, oh, you a creature creature before yeah. you turn into your final form or some shit like that. Like Oh, that God. that could be go that could be cold but disgusting at the same time. Like, right. like a nasty henchin is it, it, it's 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 traumatizing. Yeah, yeah. But with that, welcome everybody to a brand new episode of the Namaji Podcast. Uh it is Sunday, November 13, 2022. I'm TJ. I'm Bryce. And I'm back. I'm so happy. <laughs> welcome back, Matt. <laughs> 
And of course, this is episode 45 manga. What do we have for you two guys today? First and foremost, spoilers, you know what it is. But we got Sakamoto Days, Kaiju number eight, Chainsaw Man, Jujutsu Kaisen. And we're going to finish it off with our topic of the week, which is what today, fellas? What's the topic of the week? Niggas, bullet train. Bullet train. It, I'm I sent you all the tinder. Okay. You, you, all right. You, uh, to watch that. This nigga. Yeah, that's crazy. So we don't have a topic of the week today is what I'm hearing from the team. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> without wasting any additional time, let's just get into Sakamoto Days, right? Sakamoto Days by Yuto Suzuki, this being chapter number 95, five chapters away from 100, where I get the stronger and stronger feeling that they're going to get an anime announcement soon enough. But this chapter was this chatter. This chapter was titled Amane. Where do we leave off? Club Jam just weaponized Amane against the rest of the crew. Let's get into a quick ass summary. Amane and Club Jam versus the gang. Will Amane be able to snap out of it? Let me get into this review right quick. First things first, we have to acknowledge that cold ass color cover. I liked it a lot with Natsuki, yeah, like it was uh, fantastic with the invisibility, like kind of like a mosaic type thing going on. Everyone else on on like the various parts of the page, but it was really sick. Um, Amane out here with the strong daddy issues, right? Giving everybody the wow. business. He is a problem, bro. Club Jam. I think at this point, like Bryce and Matt can attest to this. I've said this every episode, but Club Jam should not be around people. He should be this, killed, bro. They this is a you can't let motherfuckers like that live. The, him and Belly Laser. Anyway, mm-hmm. this this is a direct quote from Club Jam in this chapter. Bryce, when anyway, don't do it. Pain of the heart is the most special, psycho. And again, with the self hypnosis, look at how dilated this man's pupils are. He looks like a Pokemon. Drugs. The vibe changed yeah. so hard. That Sheen had a flashback to when he fought Metaverse Gaku, aka Shinaya, right? Also, big props to Natsuki realizing that Sheen's arm is being held together by like duct tape and faith at this point. And then for Natsuki for uh Club Jam with the I may be out of inventions, but I ain't out of options. When he sneaks up on him invisible with the Glock, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I thought that was hilarious. Uh, enter the dilemma though, right? Natsuki's really just buying time for Sheen to handle Amani because you know Natsuki got pieced up in the background. But Sheen yeah. has one more strike left with the power glove, and it doesn't make sense to use it on a quote unquote kid. I call Amani a kid because he is like in his teens or whatever, but I never seen no kid move like that. Uh, kids are different in Sakamoto days, right? Now, yeah. Sheen yeah, then hits him. <laughs> Wait, what? Say that again. Everybody different in Sakamoto days. This is true, right? They all got that dog in them. Th- this mm-hmm. is also true, right? <laughs> As Matt would say. <clears throat> Sheen hit him with the Satoda Aikido. And it just hit me too. Like, he probably doesn't know that she has moved on to the ancestral plane, right? Uh, that's when Gramps makes Amani remember while he's pinned down and um, remember about Yotsumura, his dad, and thus eliminates the brainwashing. Amane, you've got a good memory like me, right? That kind of scared me a little bit. Uh, Amane is probably going to be the next database, and it adds to my submission, uh, my submission, my suspicion that Gramps is probably not going to make it out of this arc. Um, oh, no, Yotsumura hell no. was a good dad, though. Uh, but, dude, Amane just did Club Jam like they did my man Toto and Jujutsu Kaisen Shibuya arc. 
uh, I think, I think it was like when, um, spoiler alert, Kugisaki move, uh, passed on, and then it was like, uh, Yuji and Toto versus Explosion Dude, and Toto came out of nowhere, like, What's going on, brother? You know, and then all of a sudden, Toto's got one arm and he can't clap no more, anyway. Uh, spoiler over, but. That's what they did to my man, uh, Club Jam. I shouldn't even say my man. I don't like Club Jam. That's what they did to that nigga, Club Jam. That's your, um, no, that's your boy. Uh, no, that's not my boy. I re- I retract that statement. I, the Tom Joe delegation, don't want <laughs> Club Jam. Uh, oh, look. Shin turned Club Jam into a stain on the wall. Uh, Hanaguri is still mixing it up with Sakamoto, and I still have some concerns about Gramps. He ain't making it, right? And it feels like we might be getting close to the end of this arc. I honestly just want to see if there's going to be like a regroup or like, you know, Kanaguri gets blasted into the field because Sakamoto, or I should say Slim Moto, just was like, you bore me. Uh, but hype for next week. What'd y'all think? I think it was fire. Um, I'm looking through this page and I'm finally noticing that Club Jam has like some BDSM rope around his body. Bro, that's um, the chain that hooks up to his like sickle thing. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, but yeah. it's definitely tied BDSM style. Go on, which Haiki does make it wilder because it's, it's straight chain. Yeah, he's yeah. he's different. That's yeah, in all the wrong ways. Um, you know, we maybe he's done, maybe not. Maybe he gonna have like a freaky freezer transformation. I don't know. Uh, but it's a good chapter, and I, I do think he's the Amane is gonna be the new database as well. Um, yeah. It's good, good chapter. Sacramento days ain't missing. I can't wait for chapter 100. I think that's they'll probably drop a bomb on us. I want to so. see that anime announcement. High key. I hope it happens. Yeah. What'd you think, Matt? Look, bro. Oh, shit. <laughs> it was heat front to back. Like, I don't think that's enough to get Club Jam out of here. He used his final Falcon punch, so that was cool. Um, all the artwork in here went crazy. That old man definitely finna die because the only old person they finna let live is Mr. Takamura. Um, and that's because he's got death in a chokehold. Yeah. Um, all the action was beautiful. The color page that we got that they gave us the preview of before this ep- before this chapter dropped, I be wanting to say episode, so fire. That's fair. Yeah. Um, Speaking into existence. Yeah, got yeah. to. Yeah, too. Yeah, the the chapter. I don't really have much to add to, uh, outside of what you guys said. I don't have like any extra theories, none of that. I'm just, I imagine we're gonna, you know, zone hop probably yeah. and go see what's going on, and that's about it. But yeah, I imagine this arc is probably about to wrap up in the next few chapters. They Sakamoto days; those arcs never tend to hang around too long. Shit, in yeah. some cases, I wish they would hang around a little longer, but... But they don't overstay their welcome, so to they speak. They never overstay their welcome, and this is also... I will say this. This is... They the well story on track. of a girl. They, they well, you funny as hell. They well on track <laughs> to, like, go 100 chapters deep and not drop the ball. You know what I'm saying? That's what's like, crazy, though, right? 100 flawless chapters, my guy? I've never read a bad chapter. I could be recently biased and fanboy in it, and I totally understand that, but I don't think I've ever read a bad chapter of Sakamoto Days. Right. I mean, they stay on it. They, I can't think, I can't actually think of one where I was just like, that was a waste. 
I feel like it's like if you reread it now, knowing what you know, then you might feel like certain chapters are slow because of the recency bias. But even at the time, I'm I'm just like, I don't know, man. I, I agree with you. Um, shit. Anybody got any final words on Sakamoto? Nah, nah. Just, you know, we might get Freaky Freezer uh, transformation. Freaky Freezer Henshin. <laughs> Freaky yeah. Freezer. The alliteration on that. Uh, with that, Matt, you want to take us into Kaiju number eight? Hell yeah. Yeah. I thought you never asked. Oh, my bad. Never mind. No, I'm going. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I don't know what I'm on. Listen, I'm hurting. I'm hurting. Hurt people hurt people. You'll find out in the combat episode. Go ahead. Yeah. Damn. Kaiju number eight, uh, chapter 74, episode 74, whatever. Uh Uh-huh. The odd pair shows off their worth. Uh Uh-huh. We finally, finally get to see Hoshina's uh, number 10 suit. They have decided their egos essentially have bonded. Thus, their synchronization is up because neither of them wants to lose and both of them want to prove how raw they are to the other one. So because of that, the fight starts off or it's clearly like they're changing control. First, I also just want to say this is one of my favorite tropes in like anime or manga or whatever. Like mm-hmm. the the dual personalities working together, but kind of like... How many times has Matt mentioned Greed Link? <laughs> Yeah, God, don't make me say it again. <laughs> you feel me? Don't even make me go there. That might be like since, your favorite. Yeah, go ahead. My bad. <laughs> hey, but since we're talking about Greedy, let me tell you. <laughs> um, but the whole like, anyway, before I even fan out, I won't even explain the damn chapter. Fucking with y'all. Um, <laughs> so the chapter starts off. Uh, Hoshina is standing before you know more of the the monsters, and he decides to go ahead and go with what Tan is saying, which is just attack head on. And now for these two and like, you know, he turns around and he's pretty much fighting like three monsters. Well, two really two monsters It's three of him damn near. Cause that's how fast he's moving. Yeah. But he's fighting two monsters at once. Um, Pretty much like one of the commands of number 10, I really would love to know. And I think you brought this up on one of the episodes, Bryce, or well, one of y'all did like, can is can everybody hear 10? Like, is it a speaker on this suit or is it he, only he can hear 10? Do I, other niggas see that eye in his chest? I think the what wherever mission control is located, they yeah, made yeah. it, they made they made a comment on I was like, hey, don't antagonize him. Meaning, like, I think they can hear him too. Yeah. Which is why I remember wondering, like, so what do they do with the suit afterwards? Is the nigga just like in a locker talking to himself? But that's he's just in a like. You a bitch. You just talking <laughs> shit to everybody in the fucking thing. Right. What you, what, what you doing here, Humphrey? I I'll close this closet. <laughs> All right. But pretty much throughout this chapter, they just start fighting completely in sync. And because of that, they pretty much take out everybody. And they take they clear out the entire area so efficiently that Hoshina is like, cool, let's let's make a move to the next spot. You know what I'm saying? Damn near. Like, I like that they let Hoshina do all of his attacks, but that in enhanced so version. Sick. So sick. And yeah. especially like when he ends it with the walk off, the walk, the walk off knockout, right? Walk off murder. <laughs> I mean, um, with his, uh, you know, the strike number six or whatever, 
What Stratus? Like eight eight form slasher or whatever the fuck they called it in the manga. Right, first form. Water, Water form. breathing. Right. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah, bro did yeah. some kaiju breathing on their ass. And kaiju breathing. Oh, went to work. That need to be a thing. Yeah. Hey. Hoshina doing the kaiju breathing. It was perfect. It was a great chapter. It was the action that, that we knew we were about to start getting, but we also did not know when we were going to see this. The right. suit has 100% delivered. The pairing has, I think, over-delivered. Right. Um, that's pretty much the long and short on how I'm feeling. Bryce, what'd you think? I'm a full fanboy for this episode. I'm sorry. No, this that's was, fair. This was a great chapter. Like, I I, I loved it. You know, um, I was not expecting, like, a buddy-buddy rivalry thing with the suit kaiju thing. And that's just, that's just so cool. It's it's refreshing. Never seen that before in like a combat suit type of thing. You know, it's it's interesting. Like they're doing like it's like, you know, we've been talking about common writers. So it's like that henching thing, but having an interesting way to go about it. Um, right. It's like common writer uh, double low key. Mm hmm. And uh, just having a having a way to make everybody that has this kaiju suit stand out in their own capacity not only with their powers but how it's gonna how like it relates to them and how it affects them it's just really good character building it's really good action um yeah it's it, it's just it was it's just a great chapter and like for the fact that all these kaiju like all these all these people have these kaiju suits you know i don't know if they're gonna have like a big bad in this maybe they're just all flexing their suit but yeah it's just it's just fucking awesome I mean, just to keep it in context, too, it's like they're still kind of dealing with the first wave uh, of uh, of attacks in this like uh, in this end game, like all hands on deck scenario. Right. Like Kaiju nine is making his move, sending out the initial foot soldiers, if you will. Um, but I was going to say, if I were to give this chapter a title, it would be a little toxicity never hurt nobody. Um basically in the middle of all this dysfunction that you know uh ten and hoshina are displaying they find the best synchronization like their their drift compatibility is about to hit like a thousand percent i really get (laughs) i really you know what it is i really get the feeling that hoshina is allowing ten to feel like he's in control almost like he gave him the unplugged controller but like not to that extent because there was a part too is like all right we're going out to the front and then Oshina was like, all right, this is what we're going to do next. And Ten was like, wait, but I, I'm the one who should be saying that. And Hoshina's like, well, see, player, I actually have the stronger will between the two of us. Um, But no, this was like the most toxic relationship. How are you a rival with your own suit, bro? Like, you're going to fend him off on your own? Like, he literally told him that, like, it's like, you're going to fend these off on your own. Kaiju Ten later on in that post-battle uh, interview is all like, and I took that personally, right? right. Shout out the last, <laughs> shout out the I last dance, right? Uh, and then he hits Kaiju Ten with the disappointment because he didn't do, he didn't clear out the Kaiju properly. He's like shards hit him. He's like, nah, man, you get a a point five out of ten because shards hit me. And Kaiju Ten's like, the fuck. Uh, and somehow the sync rate just continues to improve, right? The doctor overseeing the battle in Mission Control, she's got like the best reaction with her eyes popping out through the lenses and shit. Um, but the pose he hits when he says, 
this boneheaded fighting style. It just ain't my style. That was pretty sick. It kind of reminded me, even with the hair of like a Zenitsu, speaking of Demon Slayer, when he's mm-hmm. asleep, right? Also, the more in Box sync off. they are, right? Yeah. The more in sync they are, the less animated Kaiju Tan's eye seems to be inside of the chest plate. Uh oh, sword slasher number six caused uh Kaiju Ten to have like that Takamura moment. If you know, you know. Yeah. Uh the whole like, I can feel power throughout my whole body. I was like, yep. chill. <laughs> right. Whole body. Uh, <laughs> this was one way traffic. It delivered. Uh the kaijus never stood a chance. Like, shit, what's next? Also, still wondering how intense the suit users will be able to go for it, right? Because this is just the first wave and they're kind of hitting them hard. Uh, not the kaiju, but the suit users are just like going like full blast from the get go. Fuck, like Kikoru was, she got launched out there like a Gundam, right? Oh um, yeah. Is there going to be some type of mandatory she fucking flying around with a big ass action. bro? It as anime as can be, right? Is there going to be some type of mandatory cooling off period at some point? I would imagine yes, but I'm hyped, and it's like seeing how hyped all of us are off of this chapter. It's like a really big contrast compared to when we're just wondering what was going on with the timeline management. Like no one seems to be showing any type of uh, anxiety or urgency, like after they had their, their world leaders conference or whatever. Right. now it's like, we're in the action. It's like, this is, it's delivering again. Right. Uh, I'm hyped about that, but that was me. That was my thoughts. And yeah, shit, I got nothing else. I, I, I give, uh, I give this, uh, I give this chapter uh, five buddy buddy comedies out of five. Five rush hours out of five. Man, rush hours racist as hell. I was rewatching it the other day. I was like, boy, how did they get away man. with all the stuff they got away with? It wasn't even written by people of color, bro. It was written by white folks. And I'm just like, ah, damn, I'm afflicted. <laughs> it still makes me laugh. Am I part of the problem? And anyway. <laughs> that, that's real. I take back my rating. Uh, we go, go, we go, go. Uh, we gonna go uh, lethal five. weapon. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry. We're gonna go five lethal weapons or five greed lees out of uh, out of five. Yeah, but yeah, I'll, I'll take the greed ling rating over uh, the buddy buddies because we just can't be sure anymore. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, shit with that, uh, Bryce, uh, uh, Bryce you good? Gonna, yeah, yeah. You good, Bryce? You go. You hanging out or you gotta go? I gotta go. I'm sorry. The y'all. juice is loose, y'all. All right, y'all. Loose. Beware. All right. <laughs> Outside, y'all. All right. Peace, Bryce. Thank you so much, man. No problem. And with that, uh, Matt, you trying to take us in the chainsaw? You know what? I think I could do that. I think I can do that. So I'm just going to start this off by saying Dingy's going to Dingy. Yeah. Oh, Dingy's gonna Dingy. <laughs> <laughs> so, you sound like a disappointed dad. <laughs> I mean, he's my son. I love him, I guess, you know. He'd be tweaking, man. <laughs> uh, so this is chapter 110, and it's called A Ring in the Night. Um, So the Chainsaw Man has appeared, right? Uh, after essentially defeating the demon that was just there, and he's about to fight. Uh, is this Yodu? Uh, yeah, because Asa uh, is the normal version of her. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You are correct. War Devil Yodu. Yeah, yeah. yeah War Devil Yodu. So 
Asa has turned into Yoru, obviously at the immediate sight of the Chainsaw Man, because as she says, she can take over control whenever she wants to. Right. Now, if you remember, she's literally just wearing her underwear right now. Mm-hmm. Um, because she turned all of her clothes into an extremely powerful sword. Right. Um they, this <laughs> I know. I, I already so, know what, what she's already formed about. this sword at the beginning of the chapter, and all he can do is look her up and down because she's naked, basically. And he was like, Damn, do I know her? And he's like, Hey, you, I saved you. Yeah, it's me. And because Denji is so desperately trying to get somebody to realize that he's the chainsaw man. And um at the moment that Denji is trying to talk to this girl. Yoru is about to do some attack. And Denji is about to completely transform back into himself to try to show this girl that he's the chainsaw man. And we see a hand symbol and Denji disappears right before Yoru can slash him. Right. She's like, you vanished and all that. And, uh, you know, she took that personally because she was like, he's saying I'm I'm weak. Me. It's like, you know, she's talking about like, did he think I wasn't worth his time? Um, by him disappearing, and what's up, boy? Name TJ, excuse me. Uh, TJ, TJ, my bad. I was on mute. I've been saying Yoshida. Oh, Yoshida. Um, Yoshida is the one that does the hand sign, brings him back, and he told him, I would bring you back by force if I had to do it. And he was like, But that was such a natural reveal, which it definitely wasn't, it was extremely forced. Right. Um, and the next thing we see is um we see different kids talking about you know the the slaughter that took place at their school, um with the uh, you know with the different devils or whatever. And I I was somewhat confused by this because I was like, was that a dream or was that happening? I thought it was a dream, right? Wait, Did say you? that again. My bad. Uh, I was saying that the the whole section where they're like a bunch of people on the phone talking about the kids that died, and then she keeps talking about she's having this dream. Like, was that all the dream, or was that something that happened? And then the other part of it was like the dream. I think the scene where uh, it's gossip. I think that was real, but then her running. I think that was a dream. Okay, yeah, that was the only thing that I was a little confused on. Uh, right in the chapter but she wakes up or whatever middle of the night and she's like it was just a dream and uh somebody rings her door and it's like almost 1 30 in the morning or whatever so she goes to it and it's uh her friend yuko and she doesn't want her to come outside even though she opens the door so she comes outside she opens it and her face is still kind of like how the demon face was, like when she right. turned into that devil. Um, again, another good chapter. Denji is a fucking idiot. <laughs> um, ah, man, I'm I don't know how to put this, but like I'm just really, really enjoying Chainsaw Man, and I'm really enjoying this. Uh, the narrative of or really you know damn near the ballad of Asa and Yoru you know yeah. what I'm saying and their pursuit of Chainsaw Man because so far Denji has really been a secondary 
at best character. He's really more so like a background character. If he anything, just he's started been showing up. A hindrance. <laughs> yeah, he's just shit. He's a plot not, device. Not really being like an asset to anybody. My boy's only like got one thing on his mind and one thing mm-hmm. alone. Yeah, you're absolutely right. He damn near just like a plot device at this point. Right. So, but yeah, that's pretty much my thoughts on the chapter. I thought it was shit. They deliver. Right. Um, personally, I'm, I think I'm at this point, anytime Denji appears now, I'm going to say this, but Denji for me stands for doing everything necessary to justify intercourse. Um, yeah. As expected, he only noticed her. Uh, what Like, he only noticed one thing when he faced off against Yoru. Uh, I knew Yoshida would stop him. The man wasn't even trying to be discreet. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if the next thing he's just out here, like, wearing a shirt that says, like, I'm the chainsaw man, you know? Uh, I am a little disappointed that Denji got pulled out of danger before we could see the effects of the Yuko leg sword. Because uh, I wanted to see if it would be comparable to the uniform sword that Asa had created earlier. And I was wondering, too, why Yoru didn't even just pick that up. Uh, I still have questions about whether or not it's as devastating as was shown or as Bryce mentioned, I think it was two reviews ago. Um, if it was that other devil who showed up in the school, like when uh, Asa was trying to just like not or just to see if Yuko was still alive. Right. Um, essentially, uh, if she that devil was the one who actually did something to Yuko. Right. Uh, we were wrong about we, I mean, Bryce and myself last week, Yuko did make it to the sequel. Uh, she apparently gets paid by the appearance. So she must've said, hell no, y'all finna see me. Her Mm -hmm. new appearance though is a little grotesque. Uh, like I think one of her arms was a tentacle, her face, like you mentioned, is like part devil, part, uh, justice. It, 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 It looks like she can't revert back to her human form anymore. Um, Although I wonder if she can, if she gets like, if she just consumes some blood, because that seems to be a thing with demons and fiends inside a, or devils and fiends inside a chainsaw man. It's like, if they are able to consume human blood, then they can get their powers and regrow limbs, so on and so forth. So I wonder if that's the case for her, especially since like one of the first things she says, I don't open the door. I'm a demon now, or I'm a devil now. I might eat you. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to next week though. Real talk. Uh, good chapter as always. It's always delivering. Mm-hmm. Going to take us into our last one this week. Jujutsu Kaisen, Gege Akutami. This was chapter two hundred four, titled "Blood and Oil Part 3 Shout out America. <laughs> uh, where do we leave off? Choso called on the power of his brothers as he nears the end of his battle with Ghetto slash Kenjaku. Quick summary, uh, can Choso force Kenjaku to use something other than curse manipulation? Because who do we got on the sidelines? Sakumo and Tangan trying to see, like, hey, what, what, what's good with this homie? Like, what can he actually use here? Uh, and can we leverage that once Tsukumo uh, enters the, the the chat? Now let's get into the review. Uh, the beginning of this chapter reminded me of Ippo, oddly enough, right? Every time Takamura or Ippo, it's basically the climax of the battle. They just suffered a down of some sort or it was the end of the round didn't go their way and they get a slap on their back from coach Kamogawa and it's like the imprint of the hand is out there lifting them back up you know what I mean uh shout out to Eso Kechizu and Yuji right uh basically Choso's little brothers if you will 
Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to that blood Rasengan, right? That he kind of gets going before he does the piercing blood, which I thought was like kind of cool. Uh, I wonder, you know what it is, man. Yeah. I wonder though if Kamo ever asked questions about Choso's curse technique, if they had ever run into each other or battled each other, because the similarities are fucking crazy. Especially if you take into consideration that uh, Kenjaku was Noritoshi Kamo, like his namesake. Uh, if that had an effect on his curse technique. Like, I wonder if the manga is going to explore that if it just doesn't have enough time to, because there's so much going on in Jujutsu Kaisen at any given moment. Um, but Kenjaku really is one of those antagonists that just seems to think of everything ahead of time, using curses like a smokescreen, etc. I always thought those were tattoos on Choso's arm. I didn't know he had the forearms with the extendo clip, right? <laughs> uh, he's going to need so many orange slices, <laughs> But that panel where he pins him down with his fist is cold. Like, Yuji, I must fight with power, strength, right? Yeah. I got to just put hands on you. Bro, bro that, hey, that's Yuji all day. Where the Black Flash was basically just hands to the nth degree, right? The Supernova didn't work, but it did force mm. Kenjaku to use a technique other than Ghetto's Curse Manipulation. We're getting somewhere now. Enter Tsukumo. Bro. I'm geeked to see what she can do. She's one of the few special grades out here in this world, which means she can take out a whole nation by herself. And she's kind of like a renegade amongst the sorcerers because she just wants to eradicate curses, period. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, her curse technique looks a little wild, uh, like some type of centipede dragon sword. Like, uh, what was it? Uh, was it season before Zio? Actually, no, it might have, no. Yeah, no, was it Zio? But whenever uh um the Red Ranger had the dragon that could turn into a mecha, you know what I'm talking about? I think it was like season, I think it was. That was still Mighty Zio. Morphin. Was it still they, Mighty they Morphin? They weren't Zio yet. Yeah. Because yeah. you're talking it was like about. Season uh, three of Mighty Morphin. I yeah, Rocky had the dragon sword that turned the dragon into sword a, that turned into a dude who had yeah. the staff or whatever, right? Yeah, uh, I used to, man, talk about when I used to be uh, broke as a child. I'd like try to build that shit out of cardboard because I was like, Ooh. oh, the dragon just folds in half and turns into a person. I can do that. I couldn't. Uh, <laughs> Damn. But but, but uh, it's neither here nor there. Let me wipe the tears real quick. Uh, but but no, her 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 curse technique kind of reminded me of that too. So I'm kind of excited to see what she could do because like Gojo and Ghetto gave her respect which is saying something you know what i'm saying so she's mm-hmm. got to be cold with it um also though on the on the other hand it means like tengen is dolo right now in that tea room uh also and most importantly what the fuck happened between the 14th and the 16th gege akutami we need some answers bro i'm concerned i'm concerned <laughs> homie said the calling game served its purpose i Matt, take it away, bro. I gotta, I gotta calm down a little bit. I'm, I'm waiting for us to zone hop back to them. Nigga, we gotta uh, go to back in time. The game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, but I, I feel like we're gonna go back to it. Um, the whole father, the whole I have to be pushed by my brothers, like the beginning where all their hands was on his back, and they're like, brother, big brother, Chozo. <laughs> like, that was corny I, in the best possible way. Yeah, I loved how corny it was. I thought it was funny. Um, Chozo using the different techniques and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, ultimately trying to find out what dude's curse technique really is. Mm -hmm. Um, 
really kind of just reminds me of like uh to a degree like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, which I've been like watching a shitload of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and there's like there's a part where obviously spoilers, whatever. Um, when they get close to the end, trying to get to a uh, deal, but they don't know what his stand's power is, and this one dude is just like, even if it kills me, like it's straight, I'm gonna draw it out so I can at least tell the team, you know what I'm saying? At least they can find out what his power is, right? Because, like, you know, the shit, no one is half the battle, right? And, right. like, they, this is the whole point of what he's doing in the first place. Um, He's doing a lot better than I thought he was going to do. Right. Um, Now, I, I may have tweaked. I didn't think his attack misfired. I thought he was saying that he, it didn't misfire. Dude just shut his attack down. Yeah, he was forced to use another technique to shut it down. Yeah. But I I would love to know what it is, and then I'm gonna echo a sentiment that Bryce mentioned on our show previously, when Shorty showed up. Like, it's always a problem when there's a tail. Yeah, and she got a tail. That's yeah. what it looked like. Yeah. So we gonna see mm-hmm. our history with any any cursed user people that got um any of our cursed user people that have. You know, additional appendages. They typically dangerous. I'm right. not talking about you, Fushi Girl. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much how I feel about uh Jujutsu Kaisen. I thought it was fire. Right. Same. Uh with that, switch it over to our topic of the week, which was bullet train. Like if I've ever been on a bullet train. <sighs> I didn't understand what the topic of the week was, but I didn't want to ask you and upset you. So I was just like, well. Bullet Train the movie? Oh, why you ain't just say that? Yeah, I seen that. Nigga. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Watch me Um, just rage quit this Zoom meeting. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the episode. It's just like no actual outro. It's just nigga and then silence. Right. Uh anyway, Bullet Train dropped this past summer. Uh a little Brad Pitt joint. Um, I think is basically what was it like 87 North, but they're partnered with 8711. That's like the same group behind the John Wick films. But yeah. it's not as heavy in content as like the John Wick series. This was definitely a little bit more lighthearted a little bit more shoot 'em up style no sure. dogs die for sure no dogs die uh there is a snake uh there are people who have dog in them um uh, but it's few people like that uh i thought it was a good time um but shit spoiler alert if you haven't seen bullet train basic synopsis we got our character brad pitt you no know, whose code name if i recall correctly was ladybug it was uh he is notorious for not having the best luck when it comes to things like this, but his luck is so bad, but at the same time, it's good. He absorbs all the bad luck, but still by some sort of happen sense, ends up in the best positions possible. Just to give you an example, it's like he gets bit by one of the most lethal snakes on the planet and still somehow manages to survive by like sheer luck. And the person who's carrying the antidotes Brad Pitt's character, Ladybug, is able to get one, but like 
the the assassin like runs out of antidote just it, it was just kind of wild um there are a shit ton of cameos in this like for instance oh my god like uh ladybug's handler is a major cameo uh it's one of the people inside of the like uh suits mascot suits major cameo uh shit man i i like, I don't Cannon even know. Tatum, Tatum, Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds, Sandra Bullock, uh, you know Brian. Well, that's not really a that's not really a, a cameo because he's in the movie. Yeah, but like yeah, Brian me. Tyree Henry, and then yeah. Aaron Taylor Johnson as brothers. Well, adopted brothers was like hilarious. Him using Thomas the Tank Engine and shit to like mm-hmm, be able to tell book. people's people's uh what type of personality they give off. Hilarious, uh, but also useful. Um, but bad bunny, bad bunny. Well, here's the thing, right? So, like I said, associated with 87 11, this was a nice little shoot 'em up with you know, daddy issues, vengeance, etc. Uh, the way the boss's son died right at the beginning was crazy. Like, they literally turned their heads, they looked back over, this nigga was gone. Uh, Hiroyuki Sonata is always just gonna put his whole hat, his whole ass into a role. Uh, and then some plot points. Even with the cameo, some plot points did not make sense until the reveal, like the major reveal at the end, like Zazie's character, Zazie Beats. Um, mm-hmm. She came out of nowhere. I was like, oh, that's why Bad Bunny had did the okay. Yeah, because um, they showed that she had poisoned everybody at the uh, yeah at the wedding. Like, and, th- and that didn't make sense. I was like, they just brought Bad Bunny for nothing. <laughs> Up to that point, that's what I was thinking in my head, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like, overall, I enjoyed it. I thought what was crazy was like how uh Hiroyuki Sonata's character, the man just been plotting since like he lost the original boss and like the I forget what the character the antagonist name was like the white snake, white devil. What white devil, <laughs> white, white death. The white, white death. death. The white death, the white devil. Sorry. My Sorry. dumb ass was like, yeah, that's it. That sounds right. <laughs> the colonizer. No, I'm joking. Uh, but I thought uh when that dude eventually turned and took over and basically got rid of everybody in the whole crew i thought hiroyuki sonata's character plotting up to the point where he even anticipated the daughter's eventual like she's trying to take over vibes and had put security on her security like so on and so forth like just bro it was it was just crazy to me everybody was plotting in this movie yeah to say the least and then the ryan reynolds cameo reveals like this nigga ladybug really is that unlucky, huh? <laughs> like, yeah. like to to that degree. Um, personally, if I'm gonna give it a rating out of five, I enjoyed it, but I'm gonna give it like a two two and a half. Uh, snake bites out of five, maybe a strong like a a strong two and a half, a soft three snake bites out of five. Personally, soft three, a soft three. Uh, the reason why I say it is because like it was good, but. The story wasn't what I expected uh, going into this. But at the same time, it's like, I did get my shoot em up. I did get some elements of vengeance. And the acting wasn't bad, in, in all honesty, too. I, I truly enjoyed it. I thought Brian Tyree pulled off the action pretty well. I thought there were scenes where they would flash back to them just basically like destroying all these like assassination missions. And just like, all right, we're going to go in easy. And they just slaughter everybody. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um. And then when Aaron Taylor Johnson's like on top of the bullet train, it's like, all right, I'm going to suspend my disbelief a little bit. But you mean to tell me, homie, just use pure strength to climb the outside 
of a bullet train to get back in. Anyway, go How ahead. How about he's standing? Right. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, <laughs> like with the Yoshu's and not magnetized guy. Right. <laughs> uh, what'd you think, bro? I'm just gonna give it a three. It's real. It's not. It's not bad. It's not great. I think it's a fun movie. Something right. you just cut on real quick and just right. you just want to just watch a movie. Turn the brain it's, off a little bit. It's got cameos like on some smoking aces type shit. Like, damn, yeah. everybody is in this. Even like just cameo wise, like. Well, I was about to go on a tangent about smoking aces, but I won't do that um, this time. It's <laughs> <That sounds> like <laughs> a threat. <laughs> right. Um, I I just I enjoyed the fact that there were so many cameos and a lot of cameo, cameos are uh, unexpected. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it had like a smoking aces Pulp Fiction sort of vibe. And maybe not Pulp Fiction entirely. Just I think maybe Pulp Fiction, just in the sense that there are like multiple congruent storylines happening at a time mm-hmm. during the movie. And then there is like kind of one more major story that's the most important, which was obviously like Lady Books or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that they realized some of the side characters pretty well. Uh, I don't know. It's just like it's not a bad movie. Excuse me. It's just not something I'm crazy about. Like, I mean, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to go sing to the hills. But like, you know, if there's nothing on, I'm flipping through the channels. Or if there's nothing on, it's like, you know what? I'll watch Bullet Train real quick. It's a fun little two hours. Right. That's really all it is. It's just a fun little movie. Right. Like, don't don't get it twisted. It's definitely action in there. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's like it gives you what you what you're looking for. It gives you a few quick laughs. Gives you some, uh, some, some pretty, uh, some pretty fun, easily, easy digestible, easily digestible fight scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, definitely has better acting than most action movies are going to have in the first place. Right. Um, yeah, that's about it. Like yeah. it, it's, it's scratching all the itches, man. It, it checks all the boxes. It just doesn't do nothing like really crazy for me personally. Right. I'm on the, I'm on the same page as you. Um, with that, I think that's a wrap, man. Yeah, well, in that case, thank you guys so much for checking us out. This has been another episode of the Now Mind You podcast. Another one, another one. Thank you guys. Like, anyway, just it really, really, really means a lot to us. So, you guys can check us out on whatever social media platforms you like to social media on. Uh, you can find us at Now Mind You Podcast. That's at N O W Podcast. And I'll play. at N O W M I N D Y O U P O D C A S T. If you guys look for it, I promise you, you will find it. You can follow me. I'm just going to try to steamroll through it. You can follow me at Matt Hambrick, S M A T T H A M B R I C, on all your social media platforms. TJ, where can they find you now that you've completely gotten over me fucking up? <laughs> you can find me on Instagram, Tuss Four Skate. That's T U S S number four underscore S K A T E. Uh, you can find Bryce. Cause he's a part of the team now on uh-huh. the gram as well. He's at Ashe Onta. Uh, that's A X E underscore O N C A. 
Well, thank you guys so much. And we will see you either in the combat episode or next week. Thank you so much for your time. Peace. Check out the convos with the homies. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>